Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. Well, I was just saying, if, if, if you couldn't... Daniel L. Crandall. Attorney <laughs> at law. No, I, I want Bob Loblaw. He done folded the <laughs> paper back the wrong <laughs> way, and I got $30 for it. <laughs> and he had to pay the attorney's fee. And he had to pay the attorney's fee of $30,000. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Has anybody here... Aside from me actually seeing Daniel Crandall in the flesh. Have I you? I think I may have. have. Yeah. Or it may have been another of this TV lawyers. <laughs> in a context I'm legally not allowed to share. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him in downtown Roanoke one time. He <laughs> came by the theater. He was looking at Did he him. get his ad- autograph? I honestly <laughs> wanted to, but the uh, general manager went out there and talked to him, tried to get him to come see the show. And I was like... Wait, like, I had to be, like, up in the booth, basically. But I'm like, oh my god, he's there! And he looks like a mannequin. Like, he looks exactly the same as he does in the commercials. Like, Wait, who's this? Exactly. Daniel, Daniel Crandall. He's in like, a local sort of ambulance chase. Oh, right. Weird, sort of slightly unhuman, too white, perfect smile. Just a little bit creepy. Like, obviously he falls deep into the uncanny valley in real life. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> it's terrifying. He might be a replicant. I'm not yes. sure. Yes! Yeah. And that's why I'm asking if anybody else has seen him in person, because it was extremely eerie. He really looked like a... Like a... An android What's sent by space aliens. Daniel L. Crandall. To infiltrate. He's on Real TV. Crandall has two L's. I don't watch um, television. <laughs> I watch Netflix. Yeah. Uh, so I don't see ads. You've escaped. He's also on the cover of the phone book. Yeah, I he also is. don't get a phone book. Oh, okay. What? I, I have Google. What do you want? <laughs> I'm just saying that, that might have been an object where you would have seen his creepy face. Oh, that guy. I've seen, he's in the U-Mall, isn't he? Doesn't he have an ad in the, in, at U-Mall? He probably, probably does. Probably. He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a replicant. Yes. And he looks just like that. And to see that he moving around and talking... Like, um, What's his name from Star Trek? Odo? No. Wesley Crocker? No. Oh, no. Riker? Riker. Riker, that was the guy's name. Of course. Do you mean pre-beard? No, post-beard. Post-beard? Yeah. Well, he looked a lot better post-beard. Yeah. yeah. You've seen him pre-beard. Depends on your time. Well. Times That's true. Season 2 Riker was positively handsome. <laughs> season <laughs> 7 Riker yeah. was positively... That's when he first got beard. Well, oh, season beard 2. Yeah. Beard? yeah, he got season... Oh. Yeah, he grew the beard oh, and then... I don't have to get have very far before deal with Star Trek gives the beard. You know how they have the sunglasses deal with it gifts? Have you seen the one with yep. Riker's beard? Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> it's night and day difference. It is. You are... I'm sorry. No. You don't care. Less hideous to it. Even less hideous. It's just kind of weird looking. It's kind of funny looking without it. Mm-hmm. And you. You're the one who replaced my image... Of him in one of the Star Trek movies of when he's getting his beard shaved by Diana <laughs> Troy with him getting his back shaved. Did you just say Diana Troy? Yeah. <laughs> Diana Troy, because she's an Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and 
cannon unlocked. <laughs> that would have made the series way cooler. Yeah, she would have been a lot more useful, right? Like, oh, hey. poor Worf. He would have gotten warped again. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's too bad Tasha Yar was such a lousy character. Yeah. yeah. It was only because it was season one. If she had survived the season true. two, she and she did in some episodes, was... Yeah. she was much better. You're right, yeah. that's true. It's they developed yeah. her after her death much better than they developed her in life. She had a yeah. kid. Everyone kind of was shitty in like season I, one. Yeah, season one is sad. Rock. Remember it's that rough. time Even that they Q had... was weird in season rem- one. Remember that, yeah. remember that time that there was a, a trial for, yeah. like, humanity? Yeah. yeah. That was the pilot. Yes, yeah. I know. That wasn't the plot of the pilot. That was just a thing that happened in yeah, season Yeah, I was so confused. But I'm glad to hear season two is where it starts picking up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I started yeah, season one and was like... God, I'm not going to be able to just sit down and no. watch these episodes. As soon as you get season two, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. okay. I feel good to know. I feel good to know. No more will yes. people be turned into toy soldiers at Q's whims. I remember. No more will Ferengis have laser wings. Yeah, that's right, they do kill They have laser guns that are exactly like laser guns, except you have to whip them every time you want to fire something. Also, they stop making Ferengis try to be scary. That's like, true. They, they have them be a different kind of villain. That's right. Aren't they the ones with the big ears? Yes. yes. Yeah, the ones the who you give ear jobs to. Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. no, no, yeah. no. That's, that's canon. Yeah. That is that, totally canon. That is the... They, uh, if they were the space Jews, they wouldn't have, like, Star a Wars. temple. To no, 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 no. They're merchants in a new Yes. They're space Jews. No, but you're paying your also space Jews because they're in a new franchise. Every franchise has its own version of Oh, God, take off your clothes. Babylon 5 was well written. Oh, that. Yeah, that was the only good thing about Deep Space Nine was Quark. Yeah. Quark yeah. was entertaining. Quark. Yeah. Quark is amazing. I never watched Deep Space Nine. I'm glad that you guys... You don't need to. I've seen about three episodes. Same for Next Generation. Can I just say, I'm so glad you guys don't like Deep Space Nine either, because I feel like a pariah Trekkie for hating <laughs> Deep Space no, Nine. No, no, there's... A, here's the problem with Deep Space Nine. One episode in the in uh, the Next Generation is the entire story arc of Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine... Hey, we think you're our uh, our avatar or some crap. And Picard would be like, no. <laughs> Episode over. That happened. That happened. <laughs> it happened. He's just like, no, we're not a god. I'm and, sorry. And they were like, yeah, well, you totally are a god. And they're and he's like, okay, I'll prove it. Try to kill me. And then they shot him with an arrow. And he was like, see, I'm not your god. And he would have died if there was an amazing medical insurance. Like, medical shit there. Medical insurance. Yeah. Medical insurance. <laughs> it didn't cost him a fucking penny. Federation, Federation has great coverage. It does have great coverage. And in Deep Space Nine, they're like, hey, we think you're a god. And Cisco's like, okay, well, let's try this for seven seasons. <laughs> yeah. uh, I watched, I think, the first The five. worst captain. Yeah, that's like the worst captain. Yeah. That's like one of the only they, things He I let people worship him for seven seasons. Are you serious? To be fair, he wasn't a captain, a captain until like season three. Yeah, was, yeah that's thought, true. That's true. He was a commander. That's true. Yeah. He was not a captain until much later he in the show. He got his captain's button. You got like, a thing on your eye. Yeah, you got a thing on your eye. There you go. Well, when he was a captain, he was the worst captain. No. No. At least... Janeway at least didn't allow people to worship her as a god, I think. I had to stop watching. <laughs> if Kirk had had that option, wouldn't he have taken it? And yep. would there not yeah. have been two or three episodes where he did? He did Only get into two fist fights in 79 episodes. Yeah. Out, out of 79? Like yes. <laughs> Wait, how many fist fights? 82 fist fights in 79, 79 episodes. episodes. There you go. That's, that is Kirk, that's, in that, a nutshell. That, that, is a, that, that was the little-known flaws of the Prime Directive that got... 
they got you got to punch an alien to the face the first time you, you see him. As as first contact protocol. Okay. Oh. <laughs> We're humans, bitch! That's the first contact you missed. Now we're getting into 40k territory. Like punch, like fist-shaped spaceships. What do you think that is? I don't know, Bill. Would <laughs> be your capital. Not a picture in like Hooter with like first and CNTC. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a few extra letters, uh, fingers shooped in so that you can have small uh, contact. <laughs> yes. See, that's like 40k shit right there. Yeah, that's like, yes. First contact. Exterminatus! <laughs> right, well, I they're take not humans. So I can punch <laughs> him in the face! <laughs> Welcome. We like Star Trek. <laughs> not not Deep Space Nine. Not Deep I Space Nine. I didn't mind Deep Space Nine. I liked, I liked the, what I really liked, I actually really liked the, um, the politics with the Bajorans and the Cardassians. Because that was interesting. Yeah, that's true. It was it was remarkably. The thing was that it was more. It was it was really topical because there was a whole lot of struggles of that kind going on in the world at that point. I mean, yeah. still are, but like yeah. you you had you had uh, Northern Ireland, you had Palestine, you had a whole bunch of other stuff, and like they really. I mean, the Cardassians were mostly just bad, except the ones that weren't, and then the Bajorans were an oppressed people. Free lights. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but the Bajorans were oppressed people behaving like an oppressed people, which was sometimes good, but often not. You know, it was, so it was just, it was really neat to see them writing a lot of Shades of Grey, which Star Trek doesn't always do. No. So, you know what? I, I amend that. Deep Space Nine was great, except for its central plot arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it did also feature uh, O'Brien and Keiko's baby. That's true. That's She's true. like the cutest baby in all of Star Trek. She is very Was she cool. the first interracial baby on TV? No, I would be horrified if that was true. Yeah. I don't know whether it's true, but I would be horrified if I found it out. She's definitely the cutest one I've seen. But she is very highly adorable. Highly adorable. So they had her their daughter in uh, the other show. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. yeah. In Next Generation. Yeah, I remember that. I actually really liked O'Brien's character. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I didn't really relate to him a whole lot. But I liked him. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> he was good. He was the only like working stiff on the show. That was yeah. the thing. He was like, I can solve that problem, but I kind of want to get home for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was, it was good to see that. Like, these very Nine, different from Jordy. These Space yeah. Nine gave us a lot of. So we had we had small business owners. We had like <laughs> you know police officers. We had like. Working stiffs, like, there was a lot more representation of, of character types that the average person, I think, can relate Fully to. Fully clothed mothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scandalously clothed Scandalous. mothers. Scandalous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actual religious people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's a thing. That's... Although not in the Star Trek, not in the Federation. <laughs> here's what I get upset about, is that that was, like, the next generation makes Roddenberry's views on that very, very clear. And I just feel like the moment he wasn't in the picture, they were just like, nope, we're gonna make this a story about faith! Super, and... super topical. <laughs> I mean, it, it's interesting. It's cool to have that. I just, like, it totally... It's a diff- very different meshy flavor of, and trying to... I feel like it didn't integrate into the pre-existing stuff because of that. Well, it, it, it did seem like they're, the Federation's uh, appetite for allowing that to happen, or patience for allowing that to happen to Cisco, was really strange. Like yeah. they kept having captains come on, 
like, uh, his higher-ups and saying, you know, hey, I heard that you were, like, their god or something. How's that going? I'm trying to tell them not. Okay, well, see you later. <laughs> I hope that whole... This well, isn't a conflict of interest, there's actually, right? No, but here's the thing. Because remember that the Wooden the Bajorans, like, provisional... Yes, they were. Members. They didn't want... So the Federation didn't, didn't want, want to say... To, they didn't want to screw up that relationship because like, they needed the Bajorans. Well, I mean, if you think that one of our Federation guys is uh, your god or something, I don't, I don't know, and you, you're going to join because of that, well, let's just say it's a lot harder to or leave than it is to uh, step join. Out of your beliefs. <laughs> It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> but to the, the thing that was like, it's the only one of the Star Trek shows, uh, with the possible exception of Enterprise, that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, why not? Star Trek. That's why. <laughs> why not? Well, no, because, but, like no, because it was set. It was set close enough to the present that the Federation, as such, didn't exist. Yeah. But it's the only. It's the only one of the Star Trek shows where we actually see what life. N- life not on a on a military vessel in the Federation looks like, not on like a huge military. Vessel. Yeah, exactly. Like, like even even in uh, Deep Space Nine, or not Deep Space Nine, but even in uh, Voyager. in Voyager, they were on a pretty severe vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had like a super bio brain shit going on there. With their computer. Yeah, they actually, were like, whoa, we got, like, brains in, in jars or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look into it. People in cat suits. <laughs> well, I actually, I, I think it's interesting, though, because we're talking, we were talking about how it's the first time we really get to see, like, people, like, we get into the life of the working stem. We get to see these, these more everyday kind of people. And a lot of people have observed that, that Deep Space Nine is where you start to really see the dystopian aspects of the Federation. Exactly. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's less of a shift in tone from the whole vision of it, or it's more just a reflection of, hey, that's what life is like if you're in the happy special place where all the top tier people are all the time. Yep. And like, this is the actual reality of having to be a person who lives in that kind of society. It's a shift in perspective, perspective. not in instead context. Of, instead of content, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite like plot arcs in there was the time the changelings got to Earth, or maybe oh, yeah. they got to mm-hmm. Earth, and mm-hmm. like it was like Earth is a perfect utopia, ninety nine percent of the time, but not today. <laughs> today the shit has hit the fan. <laughs> this is the time our civilization does not work. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, like Starfleet Academy overthrew the government briefly yep. and declared martial law. Why? And- because, because there, there were changelings. There were changelings on the planet, and they could turn into anyone. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And, you have to, and it's why they overthrew the government. Because they well, could. they they <laughs> declared temporary military <laughs> powers, yeah. and they were like, know. "Whoa, whoa, whoa! If anyone could be anyone, then we've got to be in charge, and there have as few rules for what rules we have to follow as possible, so that if they take over one of us." They can have as much power as possible. Wait a minute. This is <laughs> it was like it was like the Firefly half of what the Federation would actually be like. Yes. This yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very cool. They should have done everything by committee when they found that out. They were like, okay, no fewer than 20 people are required to agree on anything now. That's How like many changelings could they have? It's <laughs> like playing a game of Mafia or, or yeah. the Resistance yeah, or whatever. And then that, that said, the original series, I think... The utopia, like at least as far as Roddenberry envisioned it, was supposed to actually be utopia, regardless yes. of whether you were rank or whatever. Mm. And, you know, I feel like Voyager's view, or Deep Space Nine or whatever, where it's not quite as utopic looking, is more a reflection of of different writers. Rather oh, than absolutely. It could have also been the time 
Period. Gritty 90s, you say? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but in early TNG, you have some more thing going on. You have, still have that feel to it, where it really is supposed to be a utopia. And See, the original uh, series was mainly designed as a commentary on the Cold War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was designed as a commentary on a lot of things. The Cold War was yeah. a common theme with the Klingons. And then they had the Romulans later. Yeah, yeah. And the Romulans who, later. who do that job a lot better. Yeah. And they the do Cardassians. Yeah. Who are the Soviet Union? Yeah. <laughs> Why do yeah. the Romulans do it better? Because they got uh, they got little shoulder pads, and gray stuff. I, I don't know. Oh wait, no, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear <laughs> my Romulans shirt. Are, Romulans are more interested in political intrigue than Klingons yeah. were. Klingons yeah. just one punch in the Klingons face. were the Japanese yeah. in yeah. space. Yeah. That's why they have essentially Bushido. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I don't see why the. I guess Romulans are super into political. They're intrigue. all about political intrigue, yeah. But the Soviet Union wasn't super into political intrigue. What? I mean, what? They were into not getting blown mm. up, mm. and so like they had diplomacy. Like it I'm, wasn't just a. I'm going to point out that you're arguing with a historian right now. Well, yeah. I, no, I'd, I'd love to be proven <laughs> wrong. Like, I mean, they, they they did all kinds of crazy ploys. A lot of them involved military actions, but they were politically. They used their military weapons. They didn't just, like, take shit over. Oh, no, no. I, I the Romulans would do something like move their troops into select parts of Ukraine. Like, <laughs> For example. We're not even going to shoot Ukraine. anybody. This is, we're, we're just we here just... to protect Romulan interests yeah, we're across just our borders. Exploring... There's a Russian candy bar right there. What do you oh, want? and by the way, this <laughs> would be a good edibles. day to show off that we have a Romulan <laughs> yeah. interplanetary missile just to, sh- just because, for the sake of interest. Yeah. Yeah. A piece they're, they're not raiding and murdering everybody. They're yeah. just over their borders, um, protecting their interests. Yeah. yeah. Just looking yeah. at some asteroids mm. in the neutral zone. Not you know? that we're saying just, that the yeah. Ru- yeah. Russia's acting like the Soviet Union right now. <laughs> or Romulans. <laughs> Whereas the Cardassians were a little more like Nazis. They're, they're, they had the 1984 thing going on. Yeah. 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 Where, like, everyone was brainwashed and... Everyone yeah, I guess that's not the wrong thing. Because Nazis always watch each other. Nazis even ruled Germany with with fear, yeah. Rather than actual like, I mean, they definitely had a lot of propaganda, but a lot of it was do what you do what we tell you because we're going to kill you, not because we've taught you from a young age that what we uh, what we're telling you is right. They would have done that, and they were they had programs obviously to do that. So what's the closest analog? Maybe Red China. I can't think of it, or North See, Korea or something. I didn't think of them as, as actually a foil. I thought of them as just a foil to the Federation. They certainly were a good foil to the Federation. And I, I'm happy that they stepped up their military power, because the first time they showed the Kardashians, they... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I was trying to ask this, they were really hot. <laughs> they were really... Well, hold on. <laughs> uh, they, the first time they showed the Kardashians... Oh, man, I do that all the time. Yeah. The first time they showed them in, uh, I believe it was uh, The Next Generation... Mm-hmm. We just fucking trampled them. Yeah, they weren't a, yeah. they weren't a huge military power. And so they're not an interesting thing for the Federation to interact because with. Because the Federation can just curb stop them. Yeah. And then retcon to be and then story oh, formidable. Over. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, and they, they stepped on and they said never again, and then, you know. Yeah. They just were in that part of space. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they were the people the Bajoran were oppressed by. So, mm-hmm. so they were important. And you couldn't just get the... Federation to come over and blow up their planet or something. <laughs> I think the Federation is peaceful. And what, unless attacked. Well, like, why would they just go The Federation has planet? never declared war, but we, the United States hasn't declared war in a while either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Since uh, World nope. War II. <laughs> yeah. 
That's really? true. Yes. yes. And it's been all executive action since then. Yeah. Seriously? Yep. Yep. Okay. Then. Because it takes an act of Congress. So to uh, Congress in the same way, the Federation has never declared war. Because <laughs> then they'd be held said, responsible for it. They've said we're at war, but we've said we're at war. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're also at war with a lot of things like yeah. pot. Send me more. Yeah, running out. I think it's devolved to more of like a civil war now. Not are so big to differ. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Federation. But the thing about the Federation is the Federation was constantly fighting. Yes, they always had someone to fight. They always had. I mean, even if it was just the Borg. Yeah, that's true. And we saw well, more of a... we saw with the Borg, you could actually go, you could become at peace with the Borg. <laughs> We've seen this technology, and the Federation was thinking, you know, you know what's better than that? Killing them. Yeah, just killing them. Killing them. How did? Wait, I don't remember that. So the thing about the Borg that makes them weak is that every single Borg talks to every other single Borg. Yep. So if you get one Borg who, for example, got named Hugh, <laughs> and uh, uh. Realized that it was an individual, and then sent it back to some Borg cube. You might have some, you might get out the idea that you could be an individual into the Borg consciousness, and then uh, there would be a gigantic civil war among the Borg of Borg who believe they ought to be uh, individuals and <clears throat> Borg who believe that they ought to not, and the fallout when the individuals won, and then they realized. All their shit is designed for being a collective, <laughs> and they got their shit wrecked. <laughs> that was that was one of the main favorite parts of that was when the next time we see Hugh after like that yeah. whole thing, he is like this incredibly bitter, resentful, yeah. depressed person, yeah. and you're like, holy shit, we did not liberate this person. <laughs> we did a bad what job. What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> Hugh is the bad. guy they captured, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's and like one of the four episodes of yeah. that show I've seen. He becomes friends with Jordy and Data. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then later, because of his actions, Data got to have sex with a Borg queen, mm-hmm. yeah. which what apparently now exists. Huh, what? Huh? I just, yeah. I really disapprove of the existence of Borg queens. But he had sex with one. How did a robot Maybe there's only one. Well, uh, the Borg queen is mostly not robot. Not the Borg queen. No, and anatomically and correct. <laughs> not, not the Borg queen. Data. Yeah. Data was built to be a robot. Yeah. yeah. How does he have sex? He's got a he's penis. He's fully functional and anatomically correct. That is a line from the Reverend, damn show. Uh, why? That Data says he when someone's... He in the first season. Yeah, yes, he does. I've never seen the show. Because he was drunk on drunk chemicals. He was drunk on drunk chemicals, which somehow work in him. Yeah, was, yeah, I think yeah. it was drunk Why molecules. would you make a robot? Yeah. Do I not don't make... robots get drunk when they don't drink enough? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> 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 That was the problem. We'd never see a generation. He's probably drunk. all the time. Oh, you're you're misunderstanding how technology advances. They built the robot with the dick first, and then they made it smart and useful on a science vessel second. That's the robot was right like, now. fuck this, I don't want to be a sex worker, I want to be a starship uh, shield pilot guy thing. And they're like, okay, well, we've emancipated the robots, I guess we got to let you have a real job. Yeah. Basically, what it is, is that... Sex work Noonie, is real work, Yeah, is that Noonien Soon was probably a little freaky. And he made Lore, and if he gave Lore a dick, he certainly had to give Data a dick. Because is only going to use his dick for evil. can at least use it for peace and good. I have no idea who Lore is, but I feel like Data is my evil funny. twin his brother. evil twin, yes. Sure. He has a goatee. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. also it's, it's great. Why would you put Sometimes. a goatee on a robot? They, they do. He's sometimes he does not have a goatee. That would be wonderful if he did that. Sorry, sorry. The best part about war is that 
um, Brett Spiner is playing Lore, Data, and Dr. Soom all in the same scene talking to himself, and they are completely different characters. It's yes. the most surreal thing. <laughs> it is one of my favorite episodes. And very good considering their technology. Film yeah. technology. Was Lore slightly different color, or did he just have a no. good... No, they were no, the same. Exactly. He, he, he had, like, a twitch in his arm. And yeah. Only we had gotten D4 oh, yeah. in there, Patient too. Tick. He also could use contractions. It yeah. was pretty much a normal... Whoa! <laughs> contractions come from the emotion chip, though, yeah. right? Uh, oh, he was, was actually just a better model. He was, no, he was evil. It was, was before evil. he yeah, got the emotion ship, actually, because in the yeah. very first episode mm. he uses contractions. Yeah. It's just that he was programmed too well, human. He was programmed with emotions originally, yeah. and then he steals Data's emotion he ship, and he just goes, Lars! Yeah, and he goes absolutely fucking crazy and has, like, a weird Borg cult. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. amazing. It's, I love yeah. Lars. This show sounds weird. I feel like I didn't miss much. It's great. Oh, oh, you missed everything. That's the opposite message awesome. from what we're trying to say. <laughs> Star Trek Generation had a bunch of interesting subplots. And every show, if I remember correctly, every show had two plots. Yeah. There was a yeah. social plot and then a, like an action plot in every single episode. Science plot. <laughs> okay, science plot. You win. <laughs> an exploration plot. It's like blowing up a balloon with too much air. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, for, for a show, and they were our shows, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it was a, after the first season, it was a really well written show. Oh. Uh, I remember watching, <laughs> I, I remember watching, well, I remember watching the pilot, because everyone was making it be good. I didn't see a bunch of the original series, and then the animated series. And <laughs> the animated series was good. The animated series was good. Was deeply it was enjoyable. Yeah. There was an animated okay, you're right. Star Trek? Yeah. Of course there was. Deeply yeah. enjoyable is a better thing that happened yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> 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 well, that was not the 90s. The 90s is when the cartoon was, right? No. Really? No. I just imagine like a Saturday morning cartoon show. No. It was, but it was a series. It was in the, yeah. Okay, that works too. But, um. I thought it was late 70s. And then I was all excited because, like. I think it was when the movies. Yeah. Because, like, an updated Star Trek. This will be cool. And then I saw the pilot, and I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> no, I was young. But a lie. No, I mean, it was very OS in that one. Yeah, you, yeah. The, the pilot kind of... That, that was the part where they had to fit the curve to the original series. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they do that for the whole first season. They try to do it. However, it's worth showing things... It, it's, it's worth mentioning that, you know, the villain in the first episode of... TNG by the second season has been relegated to dropping naked on their deck on their deck and like waking up in bed with Picard doing things and then later trying to get Janeway pregnant and I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah. so, like, I don't remember that episode. Oh yeah. man, I remember yeah. waking up in bed with Picard. But... That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he just like wakes up, and he looks over, and he's like, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> he was the villain. In no, the first, in the first episode, in the pilot. He's the one giving, putting humanity on trial as like this elder god who you can't understand. And then later you realize that he's just an asshole with powers. <laughs> which is awesome. Q was, Q was one of the better things about that series. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed Q. You, you, you watch, uh, My Little Honey? <laughs> no, I, I'm aware of Discord's Q. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw Discord and everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's Q, and I looked up who Q was. Is it the same actor? Yes, yes. yes. it is. It's it's an, it's it is. And written the, the same character as well. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Good. No, not basically. <laughs> I know. Discord's a little bit nicer than Q. I've watched an episode of Q in it. Q's pretty nice. Q can be really nice. Remember that really? time? Yeah. Remember? Remember that time Olivia Dabo was one of the Q's? <laughs> yeah. That's how Nicole Wait. Wallace survived was Modern Criminal Gen. Olivia Dabo, she had her... the original Dabo girl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need to watch My Little Bobby. You do. You should. It's and pretty it's, cool. It's, it's, it's very well written. So I've heard. Is that available on a, a thing that doesn't require me to pay money? Netflix. Yes. 
Okay. Sure, that's is that available also, on the thing that you YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Really? They're all on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, really? they, they. But you should watch it on Netflix, because otherwise that's illegal. It, yeah. I, sure. I'm a law-abiding citizen. It won't uh, do anything well, that's no, even on the, the studio. The 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 studio law. put it on YouTube because they're getting ad revenue from it. Yeah. That's that's how that works. Then I accept yeah. it. It's like yeah. a cheaper version of Hulu. If 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 it was on YouTube and they didn't want it, they would take it down, and possibly even if they did want it, they'd still accidentally take it down. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Because it's YouTube. Um, the yeah, evidently like YouTube's gotten very. Although there's there's problems with them doing a lot of takedowns of stuff that shouldn't be taken down. They're very good if you have licensed IP. Like, um, as a content owner, you have a bunch of different options when somebody posts your shit. One is you can say, take it down. One is you can say, that's fine. One is you can say, leave it up, but I get all the ad revenue. And a lot of them do that, because mm-hmm. if people are going to be putting it up, it's much better to be yeah, getting money. I, I don't know. That seems like a good way of doing it. Yeah, it's exactly, it's a great way of doing it. And the thing is that they're getting, it's it's a question of volume, right? Because more people watch YouTube than watch Hulu, right? I mean, I'm guessing Hulu, the, the studios get a better cut, and then you can put it maybe put it behind a paywall, but like, yeah, you probably also have better statistics and higher control over quality, mm-hmm. and um, you know you don't have someone watching a YouTube video of My Little Pony where they've replaced every instance of Celestia with Visa, and otherwise it's exactly the same episode, or um, like a card, like a credit card. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just imagining a card with a flowing mane. No, I was just like saying, like in the the like the voiceover, like yeah. sort of Princess Visa. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a princess or a queen? She's yeah. still a princess. What the fuck? Yeah. The only queen is the queen of the changelings. Yeah. Okay. That is the only thing higher than a queen. There's also oh, there's a king Sombra too. But all the ponies are princesses. Why are there no queens? My my guess, my in fluff guess, mm-hmm. is because the uh, princess Celestia and Luna rule together, and so oh. princess. So if it was a queen, that would imply usually the the elder sister would be the queen would be the. You know, I get it. But if they're both princesses, they're both hypothetically equal. I get that. Okay, so it's it's no. Bear in mind by her to. Uh, concedes power to her sister. Precisely. Okay. Now, that's that's my... That's an in-fluff reason. That, that, that's <clears throat> my headcanon. I think the real reason is just that they said princesses sounds like a good Little order. girls like princesses, yeah. Yeah. not uh, queens. <laughs> that's something I, I like think, that also. I think... So my rationalization for it is because there is the Queen of the Changelings and King Sombra is that when you finally ascend to becoming... Uh, a true monarch of king or queen, you go irreparably insane. And that's why you become a supervillain. That makes sense. And as we know, you actually go... There, there is actual, like, uh, the people who are queens yeah. and princesses are physiologically yeah. superior yeah. to their inferiors. Exactly. So you could become some kind yeah. of elder there's monster. Some, in, there's some unfortunate implications right there, by well, the way. Yeah. In, in fact, they well, actually, they, if they made Twilight into a yeah. princess, yeah. Celestia, uh, so, so in season four, or three, it was three. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in Spoilers. In <laughs> we knew um, she was gonna be a princess. Yeah. So, so Celestia says, "Oh, hey, congratulations! Yada yada yada. You're a princess now." And when she does it, turns her into an alicorn. That's and uh, she wings sprouts and, wings. Yeah. She sprouts wings. So she has both the wings and the horn. She's every every type of pony. Which 
Then joins the you family. Or the yeah. Then joins the family of all the other the um, <laughs> kings, queens, and princesses that are all alicorns. All of them. Uh-huh. They're all even even Queen Chrysalis, who is a changeling, has wings and a horn. Yeah. Interesting. So they're they're also like physically bigger than everyone else too. So to me, that speaks of like an, of a logic like the orcs from 40k, where the biggest oh. and the most powerful clearly rule because the they're always the best. <laughs> except, except the tallest. <laughs> because the ponies don't fight as much, it's the tallest. And so in, in the deepest parts of pony space, there are like the <laughs> ponies ruling yes. over. Definitely. House sized ponies. <laughs> yes. That makes perfect sense. And that's why the Imperium hasn't been there. It's too <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> so bad. That shit is too dangerous. Oh god. <laughs> My Little Pony Warhammer 40k crossover <laughs> fiction. It's happened. It's Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like, there's like a 300,000 word fanfiction that crosses over ponies with Fallout. It's Which amazing. is really fucking good. <laughs> and it's well, yeah, it's well written. It is compelling. I will testify to this. <laughs> Girl, you've also read it. <laughs> is it a crossover or is it a like... It's a reskin. It's a reskin. It is, okay. it is, a, it is um, Equestria after a Fallout-like war. Okay. Well, you mean it hasn't already been that? Because it could have like a land of ooh kind of thing. Does that mean that we have to play an apocalypse pony world? Yes, please. <laughs> that sounds cool. That sounds awesome. I think it'd be really easy too. to do that because we could just have the same exact playbook, but we just refer to our anatomy differently. Yeah, I, yeah, that works really well. And of course, I think uh, weird would be uh, change to friendship. <laughs> Duh. Yes, and yep. we probably need to change the directives too to like. <laughs> Make it a world in which friendship is power or something. I actually ran a D&D, or a uh, D&D, um, My Little Pony one-shot, and everyone really enjoyed it. I convinced all my friends to, like, be like, I want to run a My Little Pony one. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then they admitted afterwards, they're like, that's probably the best adventure we've ever had. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> and I was not the only one DMing either, so. Yeah, yeah. Toot my own heart a little bit. It was entertaining, though. Basically what I did, I did what you were saying, where... Instead of fighting, it was like all everything was solved with like teamwork, <laughs> and it was really cool because they actually worked together. Uh, I, there was a bunch of power gamers in my group. That was, that <laughs> was amazing. Like, that was power game friendship. Yes, that's <gasps> beautiful. Hold on a second. I just want to say, instead of seize my force, let's hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. Sorry. I love it. Anyway. Go ahead. Roll plus plucky. <laughs> Break your opponent's day. Yeah, it's just happened at some point. Definitely. I'm not running that. Inflict great friendship. I would totally run that one. That sounds amazing. Suffer little friendship. <laughs> Impress, cheer up, or... Uh, delight. Delight, delight your, your, your friend. <laughs> Yeah. Take definite hug. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do, viewers. <laughs> we Who's my biggest friend here?
happening now, right? Yeah. Yes. Gang with you, it counts as plus. It does plus one hug. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, this is surprisingly easy. <laughs> <laughs> Find, replace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The PCs fail roll. The MC makes a happy move. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it should be princess instead of MC. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be the princess. Yep. We gotta uh, write love letters to them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then they judge you. <laughs> and if you do well, you can become royalty like them. Yeah! That'd be the hard holder. A physically different race. Or you can marry it into it. <clears throat> like Shining Armor. That's true. Ooh, that's weird. No, actually, no. Yeah. Someone's up with Shining no, no. Armor. Is Shining Armor now physiologically superior? No, he's not royalty. He's not referred to as as prince? a prince or anything else. Despite being married to a princess. Did he gain It is any... entirely genetic. It is... Oh, Whoa. shit! <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything else. It is like, entirely genetic. Dang. I thought they could like, magic people yes. have wings and horns. They can magic people magic. into the new race. But yeah. you have to be an alicorn. It, it's, it's entirely genetic. Wow, that is what disgusting. You, what, what, you, what, what a terrifying you news. Take an earth pony and be like, you earth pony are now a unicorn, or you're now a pegasus, or you're now an alicorn. The only person to ever do that is Celestia, and she did it once to Twilight Sparkle. So yes, right. they have the power to turn mm-hmm. someone into another kind of pony. So but at that point, you're also still genetically different. So like vampires, you don't want to make too much of sure. them that dilutes your power. So let me get this straight. If you're a really <laughs> impressive... Well-spoken pony, you can be considered honorary member of the higher race. Yeah, yeah. You mean, you mean <laughs> all like the other ones? Or are your offspring also alicorns? Yeah, yeah. Mm. that is actually. Well, it depends really... on whether whether it's the whether the one which way the one drop rule goes, right? I'm, yeah, well, we know there are babies, but we don't know what it's not so, one drop. So, it's so the cakes, like, like, yeah, the cakes. We, we've actually the seen inter- like po- pony genetics. That's so right. the okay. cakes are both Earth ponies. They had an, they had a unicorn. And a Pegasus baby, which implies yeah. that anyone can have any kind of ch- of offspring. Oh, so they're more like okay. Pokemon. Well, so it's like or they just need a ditto. Or, or it's like a heterozygous. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Heterozygous. Each of the, each yeah, of the heterozygous for wing or heterozygous. They were both heterozygous for unicorn yeah. and Pegasus. They could have easily had a baby with a one with with because you'd have to have yeah. both copies of the gene. And then mm-hmm. unicorn status or. Um, Pegasus status is just that's your homozygous unicorn or Pegasus. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Basically anything but Earth Pony. Yeah, Earth Pony's kind Those of well. disgusting peasants. <laughs> hey, they work hard. <laughs> Whoa! That's is, that, is that the actual that's their thing? Oh, God. That's the actual thing. They they're sturdy and they work hard. Yeah. Nice. Jesus Christ. And some of them are terrifying and have the ability to teleport and know the future. Yeah. Earth ponies? Earth pony does. Well, okay. okay. But, but no, that no, is the most they're, powerful they're, being in existence. <laughs> no. They're the magical earth pony. Yeah. Ma- oh my god! Oh, Pinkie Pie, why? Have you ever seen the Green Mile? <laughs> Long time ago. That's rough. It's, it's a trope called the Magic Negro. It's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Oh, oh wow. now that I'm thinking about it. Pinkie Pie is a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, she really is. She's got, like, all of that. Oh, yeah. We've discovered the seedy yeah. underbelly Whoa. of delicious racism clearly about, built into this okay, show. Okay, so then what about Zakora? Mm. She's just the Hex. She's a different yeah. race. She's a different race. Oh, she's a that's zebra. true. She's a zebra. They're different. From a land far, far away. <laughs> From a land far, far away. So she's the, yeah. she's the exotic oriental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been... 
God. So I, I may or may not follow Ponyroid and Doctor Who comics online. For a long time, the Doctor was fucking Zephora, so I know, like, way too- Really? Oh, Zephora? Yeah. Zephora. Zephora, sorry. I was like- You were in scup for a second. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that was just- that's all I can think of anymore. When well, what her. happens with the genetics of Gallifreyans and ponies? I don't yeah. know. Did they have any offspring? No, they did not. They were just was, fucking. He was, was using her emotionally. It was pretty tragic. Nah. Oh. That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so corn just sort of fucked her. Did, did they have the, all the her rhymes has to be a speech impediment, though. Hmm. Because that is like, hmm. she has never yes. not wrong. Yes, it was all Is that supposed to be a stand-in for, like, Pigeon English? You know, I like to just believe that pony is a second language for her, and the way it translates in her mind, everything comes out rhyming because her language is rhyming-based. That actually would be a very interesting language if it was intended to be rhyming. Like, yeah. like cool. the grammar was based on rhyming. Mm-hmm. That's like romance languages. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. No. Romance but... languages have really regular conjugations, though, so it's really easy to wrap in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds good. Yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. It must be super easy to rap in French. So all that shit sounds the same. <laughs> they like C, silent E-R, silent E-N-T, silent yeah, fucking the silent, Z. The silent letters don't help you rap. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, you've seen you uh, that 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 Metal right? <laughs> you know the part where, I think it was in the first season, maybe in the second season, where um, they're doing a show for like for someone. Like, like someone's paying to like, promote their product. And um, the guy's like, hey, Nathan, can you like maybe mention something about our product in the song? He's like, yeah, I'll just like, throw it in there somewhere. Now I can't even understand what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> oh, that apocalypse. Um, I just rewatched all those episodes yeah. and then watched Requiem um, of the Doomstar, I think is what the special's called. I have not seen the special. It is amazing. Version. It is entirely musical. It is wonderful Yay. and absolutely entertaining. That's wonderful. We need to put a tag on this talk. That is the racism of My Little Pony. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tag. That's, on this. that's gonna be hashtag. A, that's gonna be the hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag CD underbelly. <laughs> hashtag racist ponies. This feels this feels like. So Would that be horses? This feels like <laughs> so way terrible. too close to genuine conversations I've stumbled upon in Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about well, okay. My Little Pony, so it's Tumblr. not racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also. We're disgusted by it. Goddamn ponies. They're so racist. Oh. This is actually going to be a really good episode. I want to know what you're going to buy for me. I know. I'm really looking forward to doing it. I need to cast a spell and roll plus arcane. That's what I like to do. Uh-oh. Love potion. <laughs> we need more eunuchs. Get <laughs> What, that's how you get eunuchs. You have sex with a eunuch, and your baby's got like a 50 50 shot of being a eunuch. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you're definitely going to get a eunuch at two eunuchs, fuck, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed? Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can women be eunuchs? Is there a different word for it? Uh, there Gynics. is a word. Gyn- what is it? Oh, uh, I'm just going to really gynax. 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 gynax is a different thing. Well, well, honestly, gynax is a... <laughs> not that's a different word. It has multiple definitions. So, so here's the other question. I know eunuchs historically were a thing. Yeah. Yes. People who just happen to lose their balls are not eunuchs, right? Eunuch is typically right. an identity. Right. So, so, like, it doesn't kind of... It's like, there are... Now, there are men who lose their balls, 
And self-identify as Unix for whatever... So okay. they feel like they have it's a historical identity. Okay. You definitely have to claim it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a claiming. Yeah. So, because my question was going to be, historically, I'm sure they didn't remove ovaries that often. No. His, like, from a historical perspective. I don't think they knew what ovaries were. Um, tons of places. They Greeks were like, well, what's that shit? I don't know. Grapes? Very <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> well, my point is, there might actually not be a, a female equivalent of, of unit, yeah. because there was never any historical perspective. There was that position. There wasn't that, yeah. like... The closest... There's no good reason to do it. The closest thing yeah, I could exactly. think would actually have to... It would it, it would be a completely different because of the way people conce- conceived of masculinity in those cultures. Mm-hmm. So, like... Uh, the closest thing I could actually think would be the sworn virgins of the Balkans. And those are... Uh, so, so they had a, you know, a patrilineal inheritance system. And... If you didn't have a son, that meant you were fucked. But if you had a daughter, she could become their third gender, which is the sworn virgins who are, like, they were referred to as, like, you know, as a, a, as a like, you know, with all the, they were, they basically lived as men, mm-hmm. doing the men role, but they couldn't have children, or they couldn't do all Why these things. Why were they things. even interested in having women in that position if it was a patriarchal society? Uh, the idea was, was to give a, uh, it was something that kind of evolved out of. Was it st- that just kind of happened? Stuff? So it was. It was guys who only had daughters that were kind of pissed about that. Started it effectively. It was actually women who had daughters and couldn't pass on their women. Well, well this is well, a, this is women, inheritance based then. But the women yes. didn't pass it on. It was the men's inheritance, I thought. Yeah. Well, the idea is it was a, a thing that would. It was a thing that really happened a lot when, like, a, a father died or something like that. Mm, gotcha. But the but the mother was still around. Yeah. And she couldn't have the shit because and, whoa. Gotcha. Like there would okay. be no more children that could be uh, fathered, and that's very so, interesting. I didn't realize yeah. that was a thing. It's cool. So it, it was it was very similar to the. They're usually identified with third genders or trans men, but one might be able to make an argument that. It also kind of approaches the historical eunuch role in terms of it does fun, giving, yeah, so, giving power for not yeah, having kids. A person yeah. being put in a position so that they could take on the political aspects of the other gender in terms of being threatening or non-threatening or be able to do certain forms of work. Hell, if I was living in that society, I would totally trade that. <laughs> I would love to not die in childbirth in favor of having power like a Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wasn't so. all that dangerous. He said, like shit, tons of kids back then. <laughs> so, like, my point is, fourteen. It just fall out at a certain point. If, if, in other words, yeah, if, like if, if all I have to do <laughs> to not point. be treated like shit is to not have kids, that is an okay trade with me. Yeah. So now I am not an expert on Balkan culture. So if I viciously butchered that, please correct me and call me on my shit. Uh, it just seemed like people try to fit that into a box all the time. That. That identity, and so it's 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 one of those things that really just its own thing, but it's Wait, interesting. Did you say Vulcan culture? Vulcan, Vulcan. I'm like, okay, Very, no, we we are experts on Vulcan culture. You heard it. <laughs> on that note, this podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.